0: Welcome to the Business Whisperer Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Adela Fees, the global business whisperer, and I'm so excited that you're joining us today. We are doing weekly episodes to help you create your life and your business intuitively. This show isn't about doing business the right way. It's about doing it your way. So, if you are ready to download some business whispering magic into your life and business, stay tuned because you're in the right place. Hello, business owners. Welcome to another episode of the Business Whisperer podcast. We have a special episode today all about you communicating as the leader in your business, communicating as the business owner, communicating in a way. That assures your staff, assures your clients and assures you that not only can they rely on you to be the leader as and when it's required, but that your communication skills help convey that confidence, help convey that trust and also help you be preemptive and hit any potential problems on the head before they manage to become one. So, this topic is actually come from years of observation, observation of actually who I am and how I have had to evolve in the way I communicate as a business owner, the way I have seen many, many other people communicate as business owners, as leaders. More often, seeing how people, whether they are clients, whether they are business owners that I interact with, or whether they are family and friends, who have had communication be the part of their business that they let fall down, which then causes issues, which then causes problems. And this is actually not only a massive topic, but it is something that is so avoidable in my interesting point of view. I feel like by shining a bit of light on this topic, by bringing more awareness to this topic, Not only are you able to really grow in this area, but the more emphasis you put on really growing in this area and getting your communication skills up to par with being the leader that you would like to be can make all of the difference in not only how you show up, but the success of your business and the success of the relationships that you have in your business. One of the most striking quotes that I heard uh, a little while ago now was, the success of a business owner can be determined by the number of difficult conversations that they are willing to have in a day. And that really struck me. And depending on who you are and what your personality is like, this may sit with you in different ways. If you are someone who likes to avoid conflict, if you are someone who likes to be liked, if you are someone who doesn't want to upset or rock the boat unless they absolutely have to, what you may be doing is allowing circumstance and allowing problems to occur when they didn't necessarily have to before you're willing to get your head out of the sand and address the issues. So how does this fit into business whispering? Well, business whispering is about creating your business intuitively and authentically. And so we want to look at these two aspects. We want to look at your intuitive capacities or your awareness. And for most of us, we have an awareness as to when something is not going as it should or when something is a potential problem, but we don't necessarily want to address it. In terms of authenticity, Nearly all of us, I'm sure all of us, would want to be known as uh, leaders who are trustworthy, who are respectable, who are looked upon favorably, uh, whether by our staff, our colleagues, people we do business with, our clients that do business with us. We want to be respected. We want to be respected for who we are and how we show up and how we do business. And so this topic and how you communicate and when you choose to communicate is something that will determine these outcomes. There are so many times that a situation, whether it's been in my own business, and luckily I have learned from it, uh, whether it's been in my husband's business, whether it's been in the business of my clients, situations that if we had had the conversations that were required to be had Before that issue became a problem, or if we had instigated clear and open lines of communication from the beginning of that situation, it would not have snowballed into the issue that it then becomes. I'm talking about situations, whether they are with staff, with colleagues, with clients, when you know that there is something going on that will potentially upset somebody else, when you know that there is something happening that is incorrect when it is out of integrity when you just know whether or not you're following the rules you know that it doesn't sit well with you and what would be the best thing to do in the situation would be to either address it and clear the air or address the situation and come up with an alternative way to move forward but we know that that is the more difficult choice to make in the moment In the moment, it's easy to say, well, when it becomes a problem is when I will deal with it. Maybe it won't become a problem. I'll only deal with it when somebody else brings it to my attention so that I don't rock the boat before it needs to be rocked. Now, when we choose that as our modus operandi, as the way that we operate in business, first of all, it is just pushing back against the problem that we will ultimately have to deal with. And like I mentioned earlier, it may be worse or harder to deal with at that time. It's also taking up time and energy that it's going to take you to clean up the issue and deal with the consequences or the fallout. I'm talking about situations where you um, have lost relationships, where you lose staff, where you can't go back from a situation because trust has been lost. Uh, feelings have been hurt, relationships have been irreversibly affected due to ineffective communication, due to not addressing an issue before it becomes an issue, due to people uh, trying to move on and move forward, pretending something isn't an issue, or not calling somebody out when you need to, not telling somebody that they're not doing what they need to in the way that they need to, until it becomes a big problem, and then you have to fire that person. Then you have to deal with a client that's very upset with the service they've received. Then you have to deal with um, a personal relationship that's been affected because of not wanting to address something that was not done in the best way possible when you were dealing with them in your business relationship. So these are all conversations that are difficult to have in the moment. But they can be conversations that save your relationship and also your reputation going forward. So are you willing to be the leader when it comes to communicating? Are you willing to not only think like a leader, but act like a leader? And the fact is, you are always leading your own life and you are always leading your own part of the business, whether you are the business owner or not. But for those of us that are business owners, and if you're listening to this, sometimes business owners struggle to comprehend just how much they are the owner. And they are not only the face and the brand and the name behind the business, but that also makes them by extension responsible for whatever happens under that brand or banner of that business. So when you have a staff member or you have someone do something, on your behalf, their actions are an extension of you. Now, if you have a situation arise where someone acts on your behalf and doesn't act in a way that is congruent with you or misrepresents you and creates a problem for your brand or your business, it is also up to you to clean that up. It's also up to you to take the onus of that and take responsibility for it even if you had no idea it was going on. And this is where the awareness part comes in. This is where the intuition or the intuitive information that is always available to you comes in. Did you have an inkling that something was going on? Did you have an inkling that someone was doing something that was not quite right? Did you have an inkling that you had a staff member that was upset or doing things in a way that could potentially cause harm in the future? And you did not act on it in that moment. That is where the problem occurs. The problem does not occur later on down the track when it's actually blown into a full-blown issue. And you're then doing cleanup. At that point, you're cleaning up. The proverbial milk has already spilt. And you're mopping up. And at that point, you've got a broken glass. You've got milk all over the floor and you can't put the milk back into the container or into the glass. But right before all of that happened, or sometimes it's weeks, sometimes it's months before it happened, when you have an inkling that something isn't going right, did you choose to follow up on that intuitive niggle and have a conversation that might have seemed difficult in the moment? Or is that when you decided to bury your head in the sand and deal with it only if and when it becomes an issue? And that is the difference between communicating like a leader, being the leader, being the business owner, or being in reaction and response to what happens. You can be, at any time when you're doing things in your business, the choices that you have mean that you're either responding to a situation in your business. You're either reacting to a situation in your business or you are preempting a situation in your business. And where you would rather be is preempting, whether it's a good situation or bad, whether it's a positive or a negative consequence. If you can be preemptive of a situation and address it, not only does it help you in the long run, but it can clear up issues before they become an issue. It also shows your team or shows your staff or shows your clients who you are rather than you having to rely on your reputation. When you show someone who you are by actually acting authentically and congruently with who you say you are, when you act like the leader, it creates a lot more depth and a lot more trust in that relationship than when you just have that title. Something that people get mixed up all of the time, uh, especially as the business owner. And look, I know how this works, especially if you're a people person uh, like me. I love people. I, you know, Most of the staff and people I've had working for me are people that I really like, people that are friends in some capacity, people who, no matter who you are, actually, I like to get along with you. I like to be liked and I like to create a mutually beneficial relationship. Now, when those lines, however, start to become blurred, we can get caught up and tripped up by that difference or distinction between kind and nice. Something that we want to be as business owners and leaders is kind. And kindness means looking at any situation and doing what is required that will create the greatest outcome or that will be best. For that situation and for the people involved. Whether they necessarily like it or not. It's like pulling a child back from playing on the road. Even though they want to play on the road. But you're doing it for their safety. Whether at the time they realise you're doing what's best for them or not. Versus being nice. Being nice is the things that we do in order to be liked. And if you start running your business... As a leader who needs to be liked and needs to be nice rather than be kind and be the leader in all the situations that are required when you are the business owner, you're going to find yourself in tricky situations because you're going to find yourself holding back from having difficult conversations because now you don't want to hurt your new friend's feelings or you don't want to have a fallout in the staff room. Or you don't want to have people that suddenly don't like you at a personal level. At this time, it's important to take not only a bigger view of what it is that you do and why it is that you do it, and ask and look at with awareness what the choices you are making are creating for the long term success and viability of your business, for the long term success and viability of careers and relationships in your business. Or whether for a short-term win or short-term peace, you're actually creating or you're actually risking the long-term success of creating what you would like to. It doesn't matter if you're not liked. But it does matter if you are respected or not as a business owner. And what I can guarantee is when you make decisions that are difficult, but that are also required, the people that it really matters to, the people that can see what you are doing and why you are doing it, not only will they respect that decision, but they'll start to respect you, they'll start to look at you and think of you as someone who does what's required to not only get the job done, but to be a good leader. And that is when you create a reputation as an authentic and a trustworthy and a reliable person that also then cultivates loyalty. When you're not willing to do what's required, when you're not willing to have the difficult conversations and when you're not willing to make the difficult decisions you will find that you end up needing to react and need to make knee-jerk reactions to situations because you're always needing to clean up. And when you need to make knee-jerk reactions to clean up because you're now at crisis point, there's a lot more collateral damage. And it is not uncommon in that collateral damage to see relationships go relationships that might have been really valuable relationships, situations with clients that might have been not only profitable and profit-making clients, but also clients that mean you now have a sour relationship and potentially a bad reputation out in the community. The collateral damage of not being willing to be a leader that has difficult conversations, that communicates openly and clearly And takes responsibility not only for your own actions, but for the actions of the business as a whole. Because you understand that that's what being the leader means. It means you get a lot of the glory and a lot of the accolades when things are going well. But it means you take the hits and you get blamed for things when they're not going well. And that's the beauty of business. And with the tools of business whispering, the more you're able to lean in and listen to that intuitive niggle. Even at times when the intuitive niggle that you are receiving goes against the cognitive information you may have or what you think is going on. Even if you have to have a difficult conversation with someone you really trust. Even if you have to have a difficult conversation with someone that you really don't want to upset because you also have a personal relationship with them. Being willing to communicate openly and clearly in those situations, will A, not only hopefully clear whatever is going on and allow you to receive the information you need in order to make the next best choice or the next best decision, it will also build your awareness and capacity to be preemptive and to make choices as they are required rather than as you are taught to. I hope that this short a Hat strong episode of the Business Whisperer podcast gives you some food for thought. There is almost no relationship that we have that I don't think we could be better in communicating in. I have not met anyone to date who is perfect in their communication and nor am I. However, it has really been a muscle that I have learned to develop to have those conversations that I would rather not have to address the issues that I would rather not address and to have the conversations that make me feel nervous and a little bit panicky inside, but that create a different outcome going forward. And that is the muscle that I encourage you all to play with developing. And the more you develop this muscle, there is a direct correlation in, in the leadership skills that you possess and that will develop And that will allow you to see things from a different vantage point. Because then you will also create, like I said, that reputation for not only being trustworthy and people being able to rely on you to do what's required in the moment. But they will also see that you will do what is required, not what you would like to do. That you are fair, that you don't take sides with the person that you like. That you stick to your word and when things are not going as they should, you will make that executive decision as a leader to do what is best for the business. That creates security in your business for your clients, for your staff and also for yourself. To know that you are always heading in that direction that you would like to head in, always working towards that target that you are creating a greater business and the greatest business possible and it allows you to step more and more into being the business whisperer that you be so have fun with that this week business whisperers and i will catch you next week with a brand new episode take care that wraps up another podcast edition with the business whisperer Thank you so much for listening and I would so appreciate if you left me a five-star review or shared this with your friends and family that need that little bit of business whispering magic in their lives as well. If you have a guest or would like me to interview someone on this podcast, please send me their details and I will do my best to get them on the show. Thanks so much.